Welcome to the Namaste This podcast. I'm Sally Claridge, a channel and healer who doesn't do normal. And this is my real life blog sharing the ups and downs, the highs, lows, breakthroughs and what the F moments as myself, my gorgeous man and our beloved rescue greyhound Sir Maxalot left a conventional life in Scotland and followed our hearts to move into off-grid life in the Alpujarra Mountains in southern Spain. For the last 18 months I have been blogging our journey and adventures as they happen. I share from my heart with no holds barred. I share my emotions, the reality checks, the miracles and the truth of what unfolds when you trust in the universe with a good dose of grounded humour along the way. Over the coming podcasts, I'll be sharing a mix of in-the-moment blogs and episodes from the past 18 months, and I hope to inspire you to follow your own heart and to find happiness in your life. Today is Wednesday the 20th of February 2019. And over the last couple of days in the Alpujarra, it's been a cyclone of stuff, a flow that turned into a familiar torrent of tangents, as is the way that life tends to be up here in these energy-infused mountains. So let's start off. Let's say that B word. Brexit. Oh dear God, who to believe, what to believe, what to do and when to do it. Thankfully, I now have my residency, and yes, I still have to share that amazing story. But the latest mad rush is to now get our UK driving licences exchanged to Spanish ones, because if the UK isn't part of the EU next month, then we may well have to take the Spanish driving test. Seriously, who knows what the heck is going to happen, but I'm not going to take any risks, so I've started the process. As it turns out, you need a medical, another document of this and that and copies and photos and a certificate and then it all has to be taken to the equivalent of the DVLA in Granada, which by all accounts is a test of faith, patience and perseverance and a need for verbal fluency in Spanish. So I opted for the safe option and Alpujarra Connect are sorting it out once I've got all my bits, my bobs and my ducks in a row. The medical checkup, though, was interesting. And with Google Translate on hand, I managed to press the right button to show I had safe coordination and acceptable spatial awareness from both the left and the right. And I managed to read the first few letters of the bottom line of the eye test before being interrupted with boxes being ticked and then tapped into the computer. Then while I was waiting for the I'm medically safe to drive document to come through at the reception desk, which was only meant to be 10 minutes, and yet another 45 minutes later I'm still standing there with rather tired legs and a jaded accepting smile on my face, I met a lovely couple who were doing the exact same thing, although they've been resident here for a much longer time. And they have rescued donkeys, donkeys which I've already fallen in love with, even without even having met them. I've also had to go to Lanharon Town Council to register there as a resident, because before I've been registered in Orgiva, because that's where we were registered as renting for our first year here. But that apparently doesn't cut it anymore. So that was fun too. I have no idea how I managed to understand what on earth she was saying, 
as she spoke 19 to the dozen. We handed over the copy of our Escritura, which is the deeds, and she went through them with a micro-microscope, at one point asking me where my name was and giving me a heart attack. But we got there in the end, and I was promised it would be ready by the next day, which is good, because I need that document to proceed with exchanging into a Spanish driving licence. The last few days have also seen me step up and take on the role of a leading a global healing event based in Orgiva, but in support of our fight against the proposed pylons through the area. Now, I don't want every post that I share through Namaste This to now just be about the pylons, because our life goes on around this fight. But nevertheless, it's what we're all moving through and facing. So I've put out the call for people to come together in love, to raise the vibration around the situation out of fear and into love, and to anchor more light into Mother Earth, and to help us all support and defeat the electricity conglomerate and their plans. The Say Yes to the Alpaharas and Mother Earth event is on Saturday the 2nd of March at 12pm here in Orgiva. You can come on to my Facebook page to find the links and to join us distantly through the Facebook live stream. In fact, last night we were in Lanharon at a meeting that was being held in the, under the municipal market. And it was a really great meeting space with cinema-like comfy red chairs and a great big stage. We saw our friends from further down the mountain who were also directly affected. And there was a good sense of community and of everyone submitting the personal complaints to register their objections and say no to the Torres. Di no a las Torres. What was also really great was that we saw our direct neighbour, who we haven't seen since before Christmas. He's a really old character, a smaller, possibly unhinged, if we were to believe local gossip, version of Santa Claus, with a bright twinkle in his eyes, holes in his jumper and his permanent woolly hat. Despite the language barrier, over the last few months, we've had a great non-speaking relationship but he has such a thick Andalusian accent that I just don't have a hope of understanding a word of what he says. But he is welcoming and friendly, and he has been helpful, and we now feel quite protective of him. Luckily, last night Lucy was there. Lucy's Lanharon's official bilingual bridge between the expat community and the council so she very kindly stepped in to help translate for us so that we could have a, a, a conversation with Christobar. Things like, are we going to use the shared chain, padlock and keys across the track entrance, which has disappeared over a couple of months ago? And then he was telling us about some dodgy peeps not to trust and that he's delighted to have us there as neighbours to his land, even though he doesn't actually live on the land. He told us about the natural water storage area behind the wall that got totally flooded and was ruined years ago. And what was really lovely was that he said that he really liked what we were doing with the land. Thank goodness for Lucy. There was a lot clarified that had been hanging over us and we were really reassured to see him at the protest meeting because we weren't even sure if he knew about it. 
such as the stealth and the difficulty of getting this information out to everybody that doesn't live in the city. After the meeting, we headed straight to the nearest bar with our friends from further down the mountain, and we all numbed our piloned nerves with cerveza and vino. And can you believe it? We met another couple from Edinburgh who live here. It is such a very, very small world indeed. Despite the circumstances of this meeting, it was a great end to an evening that had started off infused within the lower vibes of worry. This morning, I put my laptop down and I went and helped my gorgeous man build fire and burn. All the lovingly pruned trees and preparing them for abundant olive production next year means that huge piles of branches have been building up that needed to be set free through fire. You can't leave cut olive branches lying around as there's an insect or bug that I don't know the name of, but it can cause havoc with your trees. So we're just making sure that that doesn't happen here on our magical little kingdom. After a satisfying morning of dragging branches, fire building, dragging more branches, fire monitoring, tidying up and dropping our potatoes into the ashes to bake, I headed back into Lanharon to pick up the Empadronamiento document for registering myself as a resident. I managed to park conveniently just outside the supermarket and dove quickly in to check if any of Sir Maxalot's favourite chicken patty was back in stock, but it wasn't. So I ended up buying other options to make sure his lordship didn't have to go without. And by the time I made it into the council offices, with all possible lines of Spanish perfectly lined up in my head, I was told that the document wasn't ready because her colleague had been off sick with sick children and she was holding the, holding the fort but didn't have enough arms and legs to cover all bases. In her defence, she had phoned me to say not to come in, but I don't like answering my Spanish phone yet because I just might not understand what's coming down the line. So I hadn't picked up her message. So Friday's the day, apparently, for picking up my documentation, and I really must be more courageous in answering my Spanish phone. But I still had to go back in the other direction and on to Orjiva, as the documentation for our new car insurance was to be completed and paid for. Again, I had the conversation all lined up in my head and on Google Translate, but again, the insurance and the documents wasn't done because there was a signature missing on each page. The pages that they'd seen yesterday and given the thumbs up to, but they'd only taken a copy of the front page and that wasn't valid enough for the head office, which needed the back page where my signature was clearly there. Deep breath. Okay. So more copies were taken cash payment handed over, and apparently Bob was my uncle. And all the policy documents would be sent to Alpahara Connect, but I was insured. I think. Probably. Yes, definitely. Okay then. But my gorgeous man definitely wasn't insured, because he needed his NIE number, and his appointment to get that wasn't till later in March, which had been arranged while he was working in Dubai, under the panic stress of Brexit. But now that my hero is back and because there's such a rush to get legal, 
There aren't any closer appointments unless you pay through the nose for them. So after much wasted emotion rallying against what was, we gave up the fight and got our best friend the credit card out and paid. Thank you, credit card, because my gorgeous man needs to be on the insurance and be able to drive. The last insurance company weirdly, weirdly weren't bothered, but this one is. And there's a list of reasons that we've changed insurers. But the main thing is that my gorgeous man will have his NIE number on Friday. And we must celebrate at the beach bar that I went to when my residency went through. After the insurance and town council escapades and having achieved very little of what was supposed to be an afternoon of completion, I went to the nearest bar and ordered a coffee. I was wiped. And I had an hour to fill in before doing an in-person oracle card reading. The coffee helped, but what I really wanted was a power nap. So I drove five minutes down the road to the river by the Seven Eye Bridge, briefly getting caught in a sheep and goat traffic jam. And as soon as I pulled up by the river, I basically fell asleep under the eaves of the stunning Sierra Lujar mountain. Well, of course, I overslept. Very, very unusual for me. And I woke up when I was supposed to be arriving at the house for the reading. Luckily, it was only a 10-minute drive away and I was just oh so grateful for Spanish timekeeping making me look as if I was bang on the minute. The reading was such an honour and I spent way longer there than I planned with this lovely woman. But when the energy is flowing and the healing and the insight is there, for me, this is what my healing work is all about. It's about connection and making a difference and shifting and transforming lives. By the time I got home, the sun was beginning to set and I was treated to spectacular views with the golden light and clouds over the mountain tops. And I met my gorgeous man being taken for a wander along our track by Sir Maxalot. What a handsome pair they were. My heart swelled with love and gratitude as I saw them so happy and content together. Back in the house, my hero man had remembered our baked potatoes seven hours after planting them in the fire and he proudly offered me his burnt-out gifts wrapped in foil. But after a long day, we both needed more than some burnt skins so he set to making one of his special curry experiments and I headed up to the roof to relax, breathe, let the day go, and revel in the setting sun. And what a stunning sunset it was. Mother Earth and nature are my healers. Time stopped as I dropped into the bliss of simply being in gratitude, awe, and appreciation of what was around me. It's these precious moments that are so precious in life. It's these moments that offer us glimpses of oneness with a love that comes from nowhere, filling us from top to toe, which needs no explanation or description. It's simply love. And through that love, I received an invitation to join Martin McNichol on his daily live stream, New Earth Mystery School Empowerment Hour, 
which goes out on every day at 4.44 GMT. And he invited me to come on to his show on Friday, the 22nd of February, to talk about the pylons and our movement to heal the world through love. This is the power of the flow and of living from your heart. Doors open, help comes in, and miracles can become your reality. Hasta luego, my lovelies. Love, Sally. P.S. You can help us by signing the petition against the pylons on their website. We only have until the 7th of March 2019 to register our protest. You can also help us by sending in your own personal allegation, even if you aren't resident or living in the area. Every complaint has to be addressed and personally answered. And not only will it show the extent of the Alpohara protest, it will overload the council system and give the lawyers and the working platforms more time to fight this on all levels. And through all of this protest, I will be holding the energy of love to say yes to the Alpuharas and yes to our beautiful Mother Earth. To read this blog and other posts, visit www.namastethis.com and for more information on my channeling and healing work, visit www.channelinglove.com.